again, and welcome back. It's the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostess, <laughs> Linda Bruno, and lucky enough to be able to snag a few minutes with um, a good friend of mine for, gosh, how long have we like been working together, mm-hmm. Barb? How long has it been since Wamu was in business? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a long time ago. <laughs> this is Barb Lyons. So, hello. hello, Barb. Hi, everyone. And Barb has an interesting perspective on the uh, voiceover business, which is why I thought it would be fun for us to hang out for a little bit on the podcast. And um, we're going to just try to discuss, I guess you can give me your professional, I mean, you you were a producer. I I guess you still produce some, right? Um, A little bit when they need a little extra help. Um, I got out of college and got a job with a company providing professional services for phone systems. So I was writing message on hold script and I was engineering talent (laughs) and I was producing these message on holds because that's all it was at the time. Mm -hmm. And we were doing it on four track cassette. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. And some of the clients ran their message on hold on an endless loop. Oh, God. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) So, you know, you're trying to record this thing from the the master onto the endless loop, and you're using your stopwatch, and, oh, I can't go over the end. I'll clip off the beginning. Right, right. it was crazy. So that's how you started out, was working on on on-hold messages. Yeah. And And that's all people were doing, really, at the time. I mean, I I always say this. I have a very soft spot for the on-hold companies that I work for because they're my longest clients that Mm -hmm. I've had. You know, among I've been working with them for like 15 20 years and some of the companies are so great because i know it's great bread and butter money Mm -hmm. you know it's not glamorous Mm -hmm. but it's great (laughs) bread and butter money and you know that every month you know i think i'm the voice of like 100 nursing homes around the country (laughs) you know and that's that's fine because it's great and And so many people view it as the bastard child of voiceover when really you know you you need some steady income somewhere why yeah, we were just discussing. There? We did, we were just discussing before we started the podcast about how the ups and downs with the mm-hmm. business. Like right now, I'm going through you know some dry, a, a little bit of a dry period, and you were, and you just started yeah. to pick up again. Yeah. Um. But you know the ups and downs of voiceover. It's nice to have that continual income that yeah. you know you're going to have every month to keep you afloat. Yeah. It it is. It's you you don't want to rely on it too badly, but uh, eh, you know. In the end, it's all green. It all spends the same way. I don't care. <laughs> I'll talk about your high tank toilets. I don't care. So now, when did you start transitioning into IVR? Because that's uh, something that you've worked in for many years. Yeah. So um, probably in the mid 90s, starting to give you an idea how long I worked there. <laughs> you want to uh, explain exactly what IVR is? Sure. For- Um, interactive voice response. Um, But back then, you couldn't talk to it, right? So it was interactive, but you had to punch the buttons on your phone. Okay. And when all this started, um, we called it Mabel in the Closet. The read was always very like, thank you for calling City Diva Productions. (laughs) And very sing-song and up and down and highs and lows. And every once in a while, you'll have someone tell you to do that now. And it's just like... Oh, it's a different world. It's a different world. Don't do this to me. But um, they initially gave lots and lots and lots of instruction because this was new technology and the world didn't know how it worked. So Mm -hmm. you would run across these menus where um, it was time for the caller to enter their name. How do you enter your name on something that has numbers? 
All right. Okay. Sure. So you'd have to go through these long menus where you would say, um, and actually I have something in front of me from this script that popped up with like 30-year-old technology. Um, (laughs) Entering a single letter on the telephone keypad requires a sequence of three keys. The first key pressed must be the star key. The second key pressed will be the key containing the desired letter. For this entry method, please imagine the letters Q and Z appear on the one key. Oh also, gosh. note that the seven key is assumed to have three letters, <laughs> P, R, and S. If you're I've telephone- already tuned out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, and you, you had to talk people through this, and they all had them. Oh, wow. And wow. the read wasn't nice and friendly. It was, you know, that total stick up your hiney, like, you know, <laughs> you are now doing this, and we are directing you, and very, very formal and stilted. Mm-hmm. And thank mm-hmm. God it's getting more conversational, because- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now the business obviously has changed with the yes. voice response. Yeah. The the voice response or speech rack, when that stuff came on the scene, people really like took it and ran. Mm-hmm. And you started getting not just a voice description of a 35-year-old female. They would mm-hmm. say, oh, you're going to be Sally Woods. Sally Woods is a 33-year-old aerobics instructor, <laughs> and um, she really likes to vacation in Greece every chance she gets. And her favorite food is tacos, fish tacos. <laughs> so sound like this person who really likes fish tacos and aerobics. Who, who writes those descriptions? They pay people. <laughs> I mean, you, like you and I have worked together and you guys have sent mm-hmm. me stuff. And I know for some of the it's a persona. You get yeah, sent a you persona. Get the, so a, a VUI designer, a voice user interface designer will often be the one to write something like that. OK. And it's long. It's like a page oh, long. If you're lucky. This, this person's life. I remember that one of the ones you guys gave me, the girl, she every year she tries to visit every baseball stadium yes. in the country. I thought, how am I supposed to reflect that in my <laughs> delivery that I visit baseball stadiums in the country? And they were all so passionate about it. And you were like, this has to be my new religion. Here we go. And, you know, after you got through maybe three or four sessions supporting this application, because if you're doing that, it's a big application. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be supporting it for a very long time, which you should be hearing change right now. So you're going to throw yourself into it. And you need to be able to pull that back up. I did my first IVR in 1997. Wow. Or, let me think. Uh, a big bank that is no longer around. Mm-hmm. I did my second one a year later for a big retailer who is still around. They had similar personas. Both of them would come back to me because one has been sold off anyway. It's complicated. Um, <laughs> and I have to replicate the read from all those years ago. Oh, my gosh. And your voice has changed and grown. <laughs> and I dropped the Wisconsin. Thank you. Oh. So... <clears throat> that gets a little challenging. <laughs> no, no, no. I love them, but no. You're not doing it. Not, doing <laughs> not for it. voice work, you know. I don't think people realize, you know, how in-depth these IVR systems go mm-hmm. because I was clueless when you first reached out to me. And then I, I remember like, doing that audition. These people are insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember doing that audition for WAMU and the audition took like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. And the audition was comprised of, all right, somebody handed you a pen. Say Mm -hmm. thank you as if they handed you a pen. Now say thank you as if you didn't like the person that handed you the pen. And I was doing these various (laughs) deliveries and going, I remember 
contacting you after the audition and thinking, there's no freaking way I got this. <laughs> there's no way. I was like, there's no possible way. And, and the next thing you know, hey, we got to fly you to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Do- that was only the first round. Now you got to come to Chicago and sit here so people can look at you. <laughs> and we did, how many prompts did we, I don't know if you, know if you remember, how thousands. many prompts did we do? Because it was a couple of days of recording. Yeah, thousands and thousands. Because when you get in a rhythm with this stuff, you can bang it out. You should be mm-hmm. able to do, at least as English talent, mm-hmm. you should be able to do 200, 250 an hour if they're not system phrases. If they're like sentences or partial mm-hmm. sentences or paragraphs, you should be able to do two, 250 an hour. How does the system work? I mean, without getting too technical, but, you know, okay. I know that you guys had me do a lot of various intonations and endings and, you know, yeah. I guess, what do you call it where you string concatenation? Is yeah, that that's it. Concatenation. So um, I won't bother you with the history of how it used to be, but how it is today, um, say you are calling your bank and you want to get your account balance. So you've put in your account code. They know who you are at this point. And the system will read back, your balance is $5,432.16. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) (laughs) I aimed high. Uh, So when you as a talent are recording that, first of all, keep that baseline in mind. Because a Mm -hmm. lot of people just see these little phrases and they don't think about how they relate to one another. Mm. Hopefully Mm -hmm. you have a well-punctuated script (laughs) that will have ellipses or colons or something that will tell you. But um, you would record, your balance is, and that's one file. Mm-hmm. And then you would record, ideally, five million, or it might be five million, depending <laughs> on who did the programming and what the script <laughs> looks like. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember, how, how would you say that full sequence and then replicate it each time for everything from zero through 99? Mm-hmm. So um, it gets a little bit tricky, and I'll give away one of my secrets when you're doing single digits. Mm-hmm. A little, I should have jingly bells or something. Um, <laughs> so when you have to do the single digits for, like, uh, a phone number, and sometimes they're recording larger sequences, but if you have to do the individual digits, there's rising for the first digit, neutral for the middle one, and falling for the last one. So mm. my area code is... Seven zero eight. You went up, you went across, you went down. Mm. So if you do seven, 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 you will have hit all of those tones in the same pitch, same tempo, mm-hmm. one pass. And you know, if you only need that middle one, that middle one's going to work. Oh, gotcha. Right. So that's why <laughs> the numbers are all said with the different Yeah, because they have inflections. to... They, um The computer computer will um, data dip is what they call it. And they'll say, okay, this person's balance is this much. I need to pull these audio files and play them in sequence. So when the talent is recording, they have to make it sound good with $5,483 as well as $5,297. Mm-hmm. Because can- you don't know what it's going to be. So consistency from a voice talent's perspective is like golden. Yeah. If you can be consistent and replicate mm-hmm. without losing energy, you have to keep, you know, your focus for hours upon hours yeah. at times. Yeah. I mean, I've done some sessions that are four hours. Yeah. And- I, I maxed out <laughs> two hours. I need a break. 
I, that I, point. I make him take a little break around three. And, and then I've got some frogs I got to clear out before I get back. <laughs> exactly. No, I know. I, I know my limits. And I'm like, I can be strong for like two hours. And then it's like, I need to check out mm-hmm. for a bit because it can be quite mind numbing. Mm-hmm. And you have to take care of your voice because there are people that I have worked with for years that used to do two hour sessions. And they're at a point where they're telling me, no, I'm only booking an hour. Oh, my gosh. Because this kind of work can be really, it can be really taxing on your voice because you might see a lot of phrases that look repetitive and you're like, why are they having me say these things every time? Mm, If you mm -hmm. get to see the file names, that might give you a hint. Because the first time you say, um, oh, I don't have a good example at the top of my head, but the first time you say a phrase, fine, that's the first time the callers heard it. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, please enter your password. Okay. The second time, it might say ERR or two or something next to the file name. So you need to change. You need to be like, please enter your password. You know, you need to change your inflection to show that you understand the process the caller is going through. I think I've been doing this so much that I don't even look at the left-hand column. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah, I see the same words again. I know what to do. (laughs) Just bring it. Come on. I know I got to do a whole laundry list of drugs right now. So let's just get, let's just dig in and have some fun and with this. And to clarify, Linda records drug applications. She yes. does not need to herself do a laundry <laughs> list of drugs. I say, I go, I do about 10 drugs. <laughs> not yes, myself, do. but I do. My voice, my voice does 10 drugs. Your, which, your profile you know, would look like, okay, I'm a smoker who yes. is... <laughs> Yes, I'm the one telling you about all the horrible side effects and how you're going to lose your vision and potentially die if you take this drug. But I have to say, I mean, the IVR work for me anyway has been a wonderful, you know, another kind of base monthly, you know, way to make money. And I'm so glad we met you because you fell right into this. If You must have had like a ton of narration or learning experience coming up on this. You fell right into it. I think for me, because I'm a good mimic, I'm very good at like, you know, imitating and I'm a trained monkey is what I say. So if you tell me if I love it when I get a line read from a Mm -hmm. client, I'm like, just give it to me because then I can give you the pacing back. And then, you know, but the same thing holds true for promos. You have to have the same consistency through the promo read because you're doing coming up at five, coming up at six, (laughs) coming up at seven, coming up at eight. And it has to be the same voice exactly exactly because you know, that's part of their branding you you, you have right. they're counting on you right so that's a good like thing to practice mm-hmm. but you know the the less glamorous work everybody's like oh i'm gonna be the voice of verizon <laughs> it's like, well, i honestly the, the the really good work is you know doing company you know messaging and yeah. and phone systems and it's a great way to make money that i think a lot of people don't realize yeah you do your base work and then every once in a while you catch a falling star and you celebrate <laughs> yes. with some, you know, oh, I don't know, splurge on some takeout or something. <laughs> and then true. you go back in your box and you you do the hard stuff. But, you know, it, it may not be glamorous, but I I really try to approach it like I'm I'm genuinely helping people, especially yes. because at this point they they aren't looking for that stilted read. You can mm-hmm. actually be warm and engaging. So I really think about, okay, if I had someone I was trying to help through this process, right? you know, they don't enjoy calling in for this kind of stuff. So you're, you're, 
You want to make it one of my financial institutions. Ah, I know which one. (laughs) Yeah. And I call up, I'm like, there's Barb. (laughs) And that's one of the ones where they'll they'll sometimes have you put on like different voices. You don't always just get to be you. That's that's one where it's like, you know, I'd like to transfer all my funds from this one to this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to add the vocal fry and be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, suddenly investing is like really dope. Do do they say that anymore? I don't know. How have you found, because I know you went to do voiceovers more, make voiceovers more of your career, mm-hmm. like within the last, what, like two years, three yeah, years? Two and a half almost. Two and a half years. Okay. Wow. Time is long. I know. And and how are you finding it? I am finding it at times frustrating, yeah, but fascinating. And I am not just fascinating in the material you do, but I am surprised at the areas I have fallen into. I didn't even think about e-learning. Boy, mm-hmm. telecom and e-learning, hand in Big hand, business. hand in hand. The the read is real similar. Um, okay, you got to pause a little bit more sometimes in e-learning, but um, it, it's a real similar concept because you're you're teaching someone to get their data from their bank, or you're teaching someone to use a piece of software. Mm-hmm. It's I I I really credit my years in the telecom space with how well I've been able to do in e-learning. That's wonderful because e-learning, I think, is the largest growing um, mm-hmm. avenue of voiceover at this time. Machine learning is just mm-hmm. huge, huge. I do a lot of um, onboarding for yes, yes. companies. Yeah, training, you know, training employees. And and uh, my favorite, though, has been recently I've been doing tours of people's office spaces. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and it's two college graduates. Okay. So, you know, the read is... Hey, what's up? Thanks for coming. Yeah. We're so glad you work here. <laughs> yeah, because you just got out of the dorm experience. So right. I'm going to transition you gently into working in an office. It's so low key and have a cup of coffee. This is where we hang uh, out. And then sometimes we have a faux bar. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I've gotten a lot of the other end of stuff, a lot of like safety like these are hazardous chemicals and they could kill you kind of stuff um, and like governmental I did do some fun ones for a chain of liquor stores where I got to teach people all about beer and wine and spirits. Oh, that's cool. And they were all huge and they took a ton of time. And unfortunately, you know, because you're going from project to project to project, you take away one thing. My takeaway, Uh I like a lager. Good to note. (laughs) Now that I can't handle gluten, I like a lager. Fabulous. (laughs) Well, I'm doing um, some uh, e-learning right now for a car wash company. Oh, nice. A large one. So I'm actually learning about the systems and how they clean the rags and <laughs> safety issues. And this car wash company, they they take care of their people, man. They've got like benefits and pensions. Yeah. And, and, yeah I've got a totally different view now. Yeah. Car washes. I did for a uh, cable provider. I, I did their whole, like, their HR and their company history and just every little, like, and here's how you troubleshoot this problem and that problem and upsell and everything like that. And I was just like, wow, too bad this isn't my provider because I would know all the ins and outs. <laughs> so that's great. So you kind of found, like, a, a nice niche for yourself. Yeah. I, I you know, I assumed because, you know, when people get into voice work, I assumed I was going to be the spot girl because that's mm, what I do. Yeah. I do spots, man. Uh, eh, you well, know, spots I do have changed. Spot, you know, <laughs> yeah. retail has changed. Really, really changed. Yeah. So that's no, the same jobs are not out there anymore. You know, it's all transitioned. Mm-hmm. Things have gone digital, you know, Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. So it's like for us, we have to 
you know, voice voice talent are scrambling to find the other avenues to make make their mark, which is why e-learning is so good. Yeah. And I hate this disturbing trend of like, we're only going to run a 15 second ad. And since it's 15 seconds, we're just going to show images and maybe some sound effects. We right. don't need a voiceover. We're going to make you look up at the screen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. Don't cheap out. <laughs> You couldn't afford a few lines. Come on. No, it's changed. It's changed. But thankfully, thankfully, there are so many other avenues. Yes. And it's really about, you know, getting maybe out of your comfort zone a little bit and sometimes trying something else, you know, but that's a, you know, it's always interesting to hear. I wanted to hear your perspective of how you found the last couple of years. It's been strange, but wonderful. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) That's great. You got to keep the passion going. Yeah, you know, it's I I never get bored with it. I never get frust. Well, I get a little frustrated. You know, it's the beginning of the month, but (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I I come away every day going, you know, I may not have done big stuff, but I did something today, and it was good. You know, it's just such a be grateful. Every day you work is a good day. It is. It's every dollar you make goes toward what it is you're trying to do, and I'm not trying to be the next like hot voice. I, I don't need to be the next Don LaFontaine. I, I, I don't need right. that. What I need to do is be able to take care of my home, spend time with my family, spend time with my friends, do the stuff I like. Mm-hmm. And that's all pretty cheap in my world. It's, it's priorities. <laughs> priorities. It is. But I'm still amazed, even after all the time that I've been doing this, when somebody sends me a script, I'm like, you want me to voice something for you. <laughs> You're going to give me money to use my voice. And I'm still like enamored by that concept. Yeah. It's like, well, you like me. You really like me. Oh, and you know, it it doesn't matter what it is. It's like, you're a mattress store and you want to use my voice. Oh, here is a question for you. Mm. How, I mean, if somebody wanted to do IVR work, I mean, sometimes I see auditions for them Mm -hmm. come over on some of the pay to play sites, but is there, I mean, there are just companies that that's all they do, right? Yeah. So you want to look for companies in the professional services for telecom space. Telecom. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I know I never searched because you actually found me through my website, I think. Uh, I think Voice123, actually. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, there you go. So I had no idea about that line of work. Um, But interesting to think about how to find it, you know, for for someone else that wants to maybe seek it out. I mean, measure your expectations because there are a, a couple of the biggest players in that particular industry they don't want to pay you per project. They want to pay you per hour. Mm. So know what your hour is worth mm-hmm. and then know that sometimes they're just going to have that one line the client has to have. It's going to take you minutes. You're going mm. to do one really, not even one, you might do several really big projects if you land a really big IVR mm-hmm. and you're going to bill your full hourly rate all those hours, it's going to be wonderful. And then they're going to say, we need 10 more prompts. They're mm-hmm. not going to be looking for talent who will bill that hourly rate for 10 prompts. They're going mm-hmm. to be looking for a break. Mm-hmm. Um, half hour rate maybe is a good way to go. I've seen some cast, only a couple of them, thank God, that are like, well, we want some pickup sessions included. Mm, so right. you just mm-hmm. have to bundle those in. And You know, there's a lot more that goes into phone systems than a lot of people think. They think they record the files, they send them over, done. Not really. That's not. mm -hmm. When you hear that initial menu with like five options, 
they put it in a test system first, and then they have to dial through, pressing one. And when you press one, do you get a bunch more options? You have to follow that train all the way through. It's like a tree, right? Yeah. Yeah, so huge tree. The testing on these applications is a huge investment for these companies. Wow. So the voiceovers sometimes get short shrifted so that they can take care of all of the technology. So Which if you makes sense. price yourself out of the market, it really doesn't matter how awesome you are. Yeah, I've, I've found that um, I have a half hour rate myself and it mm-hmm. seems to work well. Yeah. And, and I mean, and I, a lot of the sessions I do by myself. Yeah. And I I do time myself, you oh, know, because yeah. it's I want to make make it fair. And, and literally, if it takes me, you know, even if it's like a hair over 30 minutes, I only charge the 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> you know, because if it's especially if it's a repeat client that's yeah. using you and you are the voice of that, you know, you got to cut cut some breaks here the, and there. The goodwill goes a very, very long way. So true. So true. Well, this is Aww. awesome. Thank you so much, Barb. I appreciate Aww. your insight. Thank you, Linda. I've had fun. It's like a cool, um, I don't know, I, I'm still like a, a child when I think about all the different avenues that we as voiceover <laughs> actors can go. And uh, that this is a this is definitely an avenue a lot of people don't know anything about. Yeah, or know, they dismiss so. it. And really, uh, it's not going anywhere. Who doesn't yeah. have a cell phone stuffed in their pocket right now? It's not going That's anywhere. True. Thank God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got to be thing, right? <laughs> well, thanks again, Barb Lyon, joining me today. And this was the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. And we'll see you again real soon. 